Five minutes after 11, it's always a pleasure to have the mayor of Norwich with us, Mayor Peter Nystrom. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Make sure my mics are, they look pretty good. I think they'll be all right. Uh, we have people calling already, but a, a gentleman just called me a few minutes ago talking about, you know, there's... Reed and Hughes. Reed and Hughes building, and uh, mm-hmm. he was talking about, you know, are these people that are tearing it down, and and I said I would ask you first off that, um, you know, is it protected? Are they protected? Should they have masks on? He, I, I will tell you, one, I went by there this morning on my way in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dumpster has been removed again, which tells me it's full. The first thing that's happening there is what's referred to as brownfield remediation. We actually secured a state grant to help and assist the mm-hmm. developer of that project. Uh, when it's all done, there'll be 17 market rate apartments there and some retail on the first floor. Um, I happen to believe in my heart that they're following all standards f- for remediation and mm-hmm. that inside that building they're wearing masks. I could not go in that building until the building itself had been remediated the first time when we worked on the roof. If you remember, that was an issue that the city was responsible for because um, I could smell the mold myself. Yeah, he, I'm he sensitive shot, yeah. to it, and he mentioned that as an issue, and that's an important issue mm-hmm. about worker safety. But uh, I know who the developer is, um, and, and I trust that he is following all laws and standards that are required because the, s- the state actually checks up on you. <laughs> they just so. don't I'm turn a- you loose and tell you to go ahead. Uh, they'll do inspections. Our own building department will do inspections and make sure things are, are being done up mm-hmm. to code. It was nice. A concerned listener was concerned about the people working there. So Absolutely. It was a very nice call. Well, I, I guess they're calling in already. I've got a lot of things to talk to you about, but let's let the listeners have a say first. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Stu. We're here. Yes, um, Mr. Mayor, uh, hats off to... I don't hear him. Uh, the firefighters in North hey. Connecticut, they made quite a good save of a building. Sir, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Unfortunately, sir, sir, hold on. Hold on, sir. Sir, sir, we... We just had a little uh, malfunction. Tech. Could you start from the beginning, and now we can all hear you. Okay. It's not plugged in. Hats off, it's not plugged hats in. Hats off okay. to the Norwich firefighters this morning and, and all other mutual aid companies. Either. Uh, they had quite a good stop on Central Avenue this morning uh, to save the structure that was... Uh, uh, That's the hole. In the apartment. Unfortunately, one person is deceased from the but fire, um, but I think this automatic mutual contact. aid system both ways uh, very good. I, I apologize to you. We're going to have to switch microphones because. Uh, okay. So hang in there. This one here. Yeah, we're going to go over there. I don't. All right. Somebody's been goofing along with, goofing with the stuff over the weekend. Well, that's always worked before, but we just have to hang in there with us, sir. We just have to make some adjustments. Okay. Hmm. We have a little broken thing. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> part two. <laughs> All right, sir. I apologize for that. Responding. I apologize for that, sir. So if you could start all over again, and uh, the mayor was unable to hear you because one of our uh, little doohickeys was broken. But we're all set. Go right ahead. Uh, hats off to the city knowledge fire department and all mutual aid companies today. They made quite a good stop on Central Avenue on a structure fire. Unfortunately, there was a uh, person that's deceased from the fire. It's reported on Fox News. 
um, uh, uh, the new mutual aid system that's working out is seems to be working out just fine. Um, and uh, I just like to point out that uh, the firefighters did a great job today, as they usually do. Right. And secondly, uh, what what kind of a campaign do we have for the police new police station? I think uh, a couple meetings, public meetings and stuff, isn't going to do it. Do you have any campaigns where you're going to put things in the paper, uh, things on the radio and stuff like that? Is it legal to do that? Okay, we're going to talk it. about I'll that. Hang up and it's a big issue. My question. Yes, uh, here it is, September, and um, looks like there's going to be a vote in November on that. Uh, there will be. First, I must say I'm saddened to hear of a potential loss of life. I actually spoke to one of the fire department chiefs who responded to that call this morning, and I asked if there was any known injuries. And at that time, it was early this morning, he said he was not aware of anyone. If that status has changed, then that is very, very sad indeed. But I do know that they all worked together very, very well at the scene uh, to put that fire down. Um, as far as uh, the police station vote on November, um, the city is still searching uh, for the designated best site. That has not been announced yet. Um, the city cannot spend money to promote passage of this this particular referendum. That's illegal. It's against the law. Once the city council voted to place it at referendum, the city may not expend any dollars to promote or defeat. We have to stay out of it, actually. It, it's literally up to the voters to decide whether to support that or not. But I do know that the police chief is working with the city manager. I've attended a couple of meetings since that vote, and, and they're working to identify the best site. So, do you are you confident that prior to uh, that uh, opportunity for the townspeople to give their opinions at the uh, voting, uh, that you may have a a site that you can say this is where we want to put it? I I believe a site will be selected. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hi, welcome to the program. Yes, hello. Hi. Uh, I know it's this, I'm asking the mayor, but it's probably a blight thing. But you know, when you come out of uh, Dairy Queen and Tassel take a right there's some sort of junkyard there scrapyard junkyard a big mess right before where they park the school buses i want to know what do they have a permit to have that dump there you know why is it there okay glad you brought it up he can address that thank you okay uh, well, it, my understanding is the gentleman who's operating out of that site uh, has decided and has done this in other locations, including in Norwich, up in Norwich Town at one time. He buys equipment. I think he has attempted to refurbish them, uh, but they sit on site for a great length of time, and, and I appreciate the caller's view that it is blight. Um, I feel that way about some other sites in town, and we've been working with some other businesses to help clean up the volume of, let's say, car husks on properties and things like that, because the neighborhoods should not have to look at that every day. Um, collecting things of that size creates eyesore, and, and I hope everyone's listening across the city. That's not what we want to have in Norwich. We talked a lot about the dirt bike situation, but there are new laws concerning that. 
we passed an ordinance recently it permits us to intervene people who operate uh, vehicles that are not legally licensed to operate on our streets uh, they can end up being seized and even destroyed um, there was a horrible tragedy that occurred in Groton recently this summer where a young woman lost her life she wasn't driving one of these dirt bikes but she was a passenger on it and that was just a horrible horrible thing to occur a beautiful young person is no longer with us her whole life was ahead of her but the group of people that she was with they actually showed no remorse no regret they left her and the person driving that bike uh, at the scene of the accident and, and took the bike and ran off um, young people today make choices that are, are just horrible first for themselves but for many others and I would just ask them to obey the laws don't violate the rules of, of uh, operation of vehicles on our streets you're only putting yourself at risk and other people uh, at the same time, you're using valuable resources from where they really need to be, and I'm talking about our first responders. It's your chance to ask the mayor questions at 889-5252. Mayor Peter Nystrom is with us. In my years here at WICH, uh, I don't ever remember a situation with the superintendent of schools uh, in a situation like this one. I know that she's on leave now, and and it's it's not in, within your jurisdiction to really get involved too much uh, in it, uh, with this, or, or is it? No, the city side of government, that is myself and the city council, uh, we have no authority when it comes to the Board of Education or the departments that work in our school system. The only authority rests in setting budget, uh, bottom line spending amounts and stuff like that. Um, it is a, a very, very uh, difficult situation. I was with the teachers and parents last night at a rally at Kelly before the board went into another special meeting. They held a special meeting last week as well. Um, I think the decision that was made last night, uh, in some respects, is too little too late. I'm just speaking as a taxpayer now, not mm -hmm. as a mayor, sure. but I live here. This is my hometown. Um, personally, I was extremely upset with the leadership of the Board of Education. Um, they made decisions without asking a lot of questions. Whatever this superintendent asked or set forth as a policy, uh, the leadership clearly rubber-stamped. They placed us in this position. They ignored concerns raised by wonderful people who worked in our school system. So many of them have left. Uh, people that worked in the adult ed program as well. Uh, the fact that they had to come forward and literally um, even place themselves at risk by doing this, and that's one of the issues that, that's really well known right now. It's a hostile work environment. You know, you nobody... A boss does not make friends. A boss will not have everybody thinking they're the best person in the world. That's just natural in any work environment. But when you see the number of teachers that left our school system over the last year, if you don't see the red flag that's being waved over your head and across our city, um, they, they destroyed a wonderful preschool program 
Now, we were able to restore that throughout the summer. I chair the School Readiness Council. I signed for the state grant that comes to the city of Norwich to provide preschool uh, spaces for young families. Um, they put that whole grant at risk. Um, for two years in a row, they botched the summer meal program as far as the kids having good meals throughout the summer and between the school days. Um, just no real leadership going on right there right now you know there's going to be changes there is an election this fall the chair right now for the board of education who watched all this happen is now running for a city council seat um personally i think if it was myself i would not have left the board of education i would have stuck around and tried to fix the mess that i helped start and allow to happen but he chose not to do that and i'm being harsh on him but i'm angry with him as you can probably tell in the listeners here, um, there's a lot of rebuilding that has to take place. The decision last night to place the principal of Stanton School as an interim superintendent is a wonderful selection. I've known her for many years. She's, she's a great person in the field of education. She'll do a wonderful job to help us move forward. Um, but the investigation is still to come. Uh, that has not stopped. And I'll, I'll be I'll put a legal hat on, even though I don't have a, an attorney's degree or anything like that. The action last night also protects the superintendent and the assistant superintendent. No further claims of harm can be brought about them because they're no longer acting in the system in their capacity. So hopefully, hopefully things will clear up. A new superintendent will be hired at some point. Uh, but we cannot forget the superintendent and the assistant superintendent. They have legal rights, too. We just You can't run over them. Do you have any uh, insights on the contractual agreement, or is there something you don't want to... I, I don't have information on the contractual agreements. Mm -hmm. uh, I know she has a, a solid contract. I know the same Board of Education was hearing concerns expressed by parents and teachers and administrators within the system itself. Um, the, they went ahead again the leadership of this board went ahead and extended her contract again and then they decided not to complete her evaluation pending uh, a full review of the information coming forward well shouldn't you have reviewed the information coming forward for us before you extended her contract it's kind of backwards um, they weren't paying attention the leadership and um, you know the whole city's paying for it right now so there's no, uh, you know, a lot of listeners say, how could, how, could you ever, how could they ever hire somebody who's not from the area or live in the area? But I guess there's no laws governing that. Oh, you just, you just hit a sore point for me personally. I used to serve in the State House of Representatives, and I was up there 18 years, and I watched the state of Connecticut abolish residency requirements. The city of Norwich has a city charter, and the charter required all city employees to live in Norwich. And our tax base was that much stronger because of that. All the people we employed lived here. Well, the state, in its infinite wisdom, responding to a potential suit from the ACLU, and I won't get into them too much because I'd have to tell you what I think about them, um, they caved and abolished residency requirements. You know, a city is that much stronger when their employees live here. Um, and, and I think it's a sense of loyalty to the taxpayers who pay their salaries, too. But that was lost by a state decision. I know. I was there. 
my, my colleague, Jack Malone, and I, we fought passage of that law because we knew it was going to harm the city, you know. And unfortunately, people pushing it were successful. Um, but um, residency, to me, is important. If you want to work for the city of Norwich, please consider living here in the city of Norwich and become part of this community. Mayor Peter Nystrom with us. Uh, we have some calls waiting. Um, just uh, one other thing on, on this particular issue, which, of course, has come up numerous times, and that is, so they're getting somebody to investigate somebody who is bipartisan on the situation. Impartial, I would. Impartial. Yeah, okay. third party. It's an organization or a business out of the town of Glastonbury, Connecticut. So do, do you have any, in your jurisdiction, have any say of the big salary that they're going to get to do this? or? No, the, all the, from the, the fee is established, I think, somewhat by the marketplace for things like that. What's mm-hmm. been reported is it's a $400 per hour mm-hmm. fee, which is substantial. One hopes that an investigation can be completed thoroughly, but quickly. Yeah. Hi, WICH. Thanks for holding. You have a question for the mayor. Yeah, good morning, Stuart, Mr. Mayor. Can you give us a heads up on the, the progress of the bridge uh, on Asylum Street? How that's going? All right. Thank you, sir. Yep. Uh, it's moving forward. I know at a pace that no one prefers, including myself. I can tell you at least four times I have forgotten and driven over there to go across town and had to turn right around. Um, but I believe sometime in the spring of next year it will be finished. I, I actually hope sooner, but I wouldn't want to promise that because uh, I don't have the details. But it's a difficult project. It's not just replacing the bridge. There are utility services that run across that river that were supported by the bridge. Those services, water, sewer, stuff like that, still have to be maintained while they're replacing the bridge. There's a balancing act there that takes place. Um, So, but that's as much as I know at this point. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the program. You're on with uh, the mayor. Good morning, um, I just want to thank the mayor for coming out to support our local teachers last night. Um, and also, uh, kudos to him. What he just said about the Board of Ed was right on. It's a little too late. Hopefully, when they have the investigation, they'll come up with the findings and they'll see through all this. And I also wanted to mention, um, I'd like to know what's going on with the Wonder Bar property up there. It looks like there's people living in there. I don't know how that can be fit. For anyone to live in there. Right, thanks. Thanks for your call. Appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. As, in regards to my attendance last night, um, the Wonder Bar. I don't have any new information on that site. I know that a portion of that property sits in a floodway. If you look at FEMA flood maps, that's an issue which makes repurposing that, reusing that property, a difficult thing to do. Uh, as far as people living in it. It's my understanding they lived in it prior. I don't know the condition of any apartment on the upper floors. Um, I, I knew the previous owner of that. God rest her soul, Sonia. She's a wonderful person. Um, but I don't have a, a real clear answer on that, and I apologize. But I will look into it. I'll be honest with you. I'm not even aware. Was the Wonder Bar still open? It's been closed for years. Years. No kidding. I could have sworn I rode by there, and I thought, hmm. Of course, the silver dollar, I know that's not there anymore. No, that's an extended area <laughs> of um, Thayer's Marina. 
Spent a lot of days at the Silver Dollar. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. When I first came into town, Mayor Peter Nystrom is with us. We're going to take a little break. Here's your chance to talk to the mayor. Give him your point of view on things or any questions that you have. We'll be right back. It's 1127. Always a pleasure to have uh, Mayor Pete Nystrom with us on the Stu Breyer program. Before we get to the two calls that are waiting, Pete, um, it's going to be good news for those who, you know, don't get to the meetings but can watch it and hear it better. Got some new equipment, huh? Uh, The upgrade in technology is underway. Uh, In fact, it actually led to the fact that the meeting last night was not on the cable network as they were installing new technology, new equipment, and this has been ongoing for a number of days now in City Hall so that we can better have the ability for people who cannot come to a meeting to have the meeting brought to them. Uh, They weren't able to reconnect the cable network last night. So I apologize to anyone who went to watch the program. I guess it's Channel 97. Uh, We weren't there. Now, we weren't told that until after the meeting was over. I, I would have made a statement about that, but mm-hmm. um, that's just, it happened. But it is being worked on. It is being corrected. That'll be great. You know, we get callers that say, you know, they miss it. Hi, welcome. Thanks for holding. Hi, Stu. Hi. Uh, Mr. Mayor, um, what's the status over at the marina, and is the city getting any money for all those boats that are parked over there? Thank you. Thank you. Actually, the marina is under a lease, and the uh, de- developer of and the operator of the lease is paid the fees for boats that are there, not the city. Uh, the city gains a, I think it's five thousand dollars a year in rent from the person operating the marina on that site. Um, as to the status, last night the city council voted to accept. Um, an offer to have a new operator there. Uh, the closing between the two private parties is, has still to go forward, but our obligation was met. We reviewed the financial capabilities of a new operator, and they were found to be meet the, the test that's uh, required. Uh, that's done by our attorneys. That's done by our comptroller's office. Uh, they have to pass muster before you're allowed to transfer the lease to a new operator. Uh, so there's more to be said about that in the future. Uh, but that act did take place last night. And um, we're hopeful that everything will continue to work forward and that will move forward itself with new opportunities. Good morning uh, to you. Uh, we'd like to hear your question. Okay. <laughs> That's a short one. The answer to that question is yes. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Stu, it's Greenville Pete. Hey, Greenville Pete. Hi, Hi buddy. Pete. The mayor's with us. Uh, hello, Mr. Mayor. How are you? Good. I'll be seeing you guys Thursday. Yes, sir. Okay. I'll be there. Uh, we're busy in Greenville today uh, for all sorts of reasons. But uh, anyways, you know, uh, Stu, Mr. Mayor is a Greenville boy. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, For six months. Uh-huh. Everybody loves Greenville. <laughs> Say, um, I love Greenville. Things, li- listening to your conversation, maybe I could help out. Um, y- if you go on YouTube, on the TV, and uh, go to the search and say, uh, in the search, City of Norwich Board of Ed, you get all sorts of stuff you could click on and watch. And it might help some people. 
that's one thing. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is uh, the Wonder Bar. That was, um, we've been trying to do something with our NRZ for, oh God, for years now with the Wonder Bar. And Sonia was wonderful. But uh, the, the new owners are supposedly trying to rebuild it to what it was once. And that was one of the first stagecoach stops on the post road. Is known as the Sachem Motel, and there used to be another house up the road by St. Joe's Cemetery that took the overflow of people that would come up through Greenville. Because you figure, before the Gold Star Bridge, which was built in 1888, all the traffic to go from Boston to New York had to stop in Norwich. And there was no 395 or Route 52, so they used to come down the post road. And... Uh, I know we're from my house in Greenville. It's 133 miles to Yankee Stadium and 98 to Fenway Park. So we're <laughs> right in the middle. And there's, it's a perfect. wonderful history it's story of the Wonder Bar. <laughs> All right, buddy. It's good to talk to you. Yep. And don't forget about Saturday now, the Polish Festival. The Polish downtown. Festival. Yep. A lot Two of things. 2 o'clock, Brown Park. 2 o'clock, Brown Park. Be there. You got it, pal. And we'll see you there and bring your dancing shoes. Okay. Oh, yeah, they got a great poker band, too. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, a lot of fun things going on we want people to know about. He's uh, got a, quite a map there on Greenville. So while I am remembering it, uh, last night it was raining cats and dogs, and um, the diversity program on Chelsea Parade was postponed. But it is tonight. starts 5 o'clock. The tents are being set up right now as we speak. The stage is there. Uh, chairs are out there for people to sit as well and I encourage everybody to come down um, and share and partake in learning about different cultural foods and different people that live in our city because we're one city and the Rotarians deserve a lot of credit for putting it on noontime, sunrise and the active community Rotarians as well. We actually have three forms of Rotarians that are active in our community. I'm glad that we brought that up. You brought that up, and it's going to be a beautiful night for it tonight. Hey, thanks for holding. You're on the air. What's your question for the mayor? My question is, in the future, is there going to be any relief for the taxpayers and the residents um, in Norwich on fixed incomes um, and veterans? In the future, a reduction in the taxes. Thank you. Thank you. Always the big issue. It's the most important issue, being able to afford to live here. Something that I've always worked and tried to make more affordable for people, which is why sometimes I say no to things. Um, Tax relief is something that is a very complex issue. If we don't have growth in our grand list, if we don't bring new businesses and new jobs then the burden itself continues to carry that much more of an impact for individual families. Um, That's why I support the new business park. That grand list growth that could take place there can help families recover from the cost of living here. And, And that's what it's all about. At the same time, and I'll go back to last night's meeting, the city council passed a resolution supporting the Avalonia organization they're applying for an open space grant, and that will, if they're able to get the grant, they will place 103 or 101 acres up in the Occam Park, 
of Norwich, the old Benson tree farm, into conservation. It'll preserve that for open space and for use for open space activities. Uh, it was a vote last night by the council. We're working with uh, people who care a great deal about that, uh, Alana Sherman, Dennis Main, and so forth like that. So that was an action we took last night. Uh, but at the same time, we, we have to welcome new businesses, new jobs. We, need, we hope we find employers that use lots of electricity and buy utilities because that is revenue to the city as well. Um, it's it's a, it's a host of things. We're building new schools, and, yeah, that's a tax burden to cover that. Thank God Senator Austin has secured us 80% reimbursement from the state on the first two schools that we're going to be building. We're also redoing the sewer treatment plant. If you work in the trades, there's going to be lots of work here in the city of Norwich going forward for years to come. Um, and we welcome our tradesmen here, and we hope that jobs are provided to them as these all come online and ground is broken. Um, there's a lot of investment going on in the city of Norwich that will help address the cost of living here, specifically uh, programs for veterans. Uh, those are really driven by state statute on what a city or a town can provide if they're a, a, a lessening of that burden. They're not done at local option. Um, people on fixed incomes, there have been programs in the past to assist them. Whether the state has continued all of those programs, whether it's the circuit breaker, which is one I remember vividly when I first started serving in Hartford, I'm not sure that program even continues anymore. Uh, but but we, we have a very strong concern about people's ability to afford to live here. Um, that's why I promote development. That's why the job I have the honor to serve in exists. It's about development. It's about a stronger grand list, and it's about making this city more affordable. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hi. You have a question for the mayor. Hello. Hello. You're on the air. Go right ahead. Hi, Pete. Hello. How are you? Uh, a couple of things. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, uh, last night's city hall meeting, uh, the city council, that the uh, signal, there was no signal on the television last night for that meeting. We just mentioned it, yeah. Yeah, I spoke about it. Um, early on mm -hmm. they're installing new technology so that it will be the meetings will be more accessible and during the workload yesterday they weren't able to reconnect uh, the cable network unfortunately but I yeah. know they're working on it as we oh, speak okay. and the second thing is would you explain to the people that are listening that every business in Norwich that comes into Norwich um, helps the homeowners of this city with their taxes I've heard people call WICH before, and they complain about three or four car washes on West Main Street. I don't care if there was 50 car washes on West Main Street. If they want to build a car wash and they want to pay taxes to the city of Norwich, it helps the homeowners. And I think a lot of homeowners aren't aware of this. So maybe you can touch on that a, a bit. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Okay, Larry. Um, yeah, he's correct. Every business that comes into town uh, helps relieve the burden on the homeowners. And, um, you know, critical of a multiple car washes on a venue like that with the amount of traffic there, I'm assuming, and I think I spoke about this the last time I was here, they've all done their own market analysis and determined that there is sufficient market share for them to make that investment. I will say, however, I'm not exactly pleased with 
the way an access and egress to a new car wash has been permitted on the intersection of New London Turnpike and Route 82. I know at the beginning when they first opened, and this was part of their marketing strategy, um, they were doing free car washes on the first weekend. They were doing a purchase ticket, I think, nine bucks for as many car washes as you want in the first month. Uh, and that led to some traffic problems there. And speaking of traffic, I spoke with the DOT Commissioner's Office yesterday concerning Route 82. Um, six roundabouts, I will tell you, is not there in their discussion any longer. But the last time I met with them along with another department head in, back in November of last year, they were still talking about possibly four roundabouts. The Commissioner's Office called me yesterday to tell me that they anticipate having a redesign recommendation for West Main Street and Salem Road near the end of October. They will provide that information to the city, and then in November they intend on holding public forums to discuss this new uh, design of Route 82. But I'm still concerned about the basics. That's a very busy business corridor. We do not want to drive businesses out of the city. We do not want to take businesses' properties, people that have invested in our community. Um, I thought six roundabouts, and I can tell you that my Republican colleagues felt the same way, and we pushed to reject the six roundabouts all the way back in 15 and 16, which we did. There was a push last uh December, January, to accept six roundabouts. Thankfully, another member of the council reconsidered their vote, and now that is not an accepted policy, but we, we still have to give DOT an opportunity to respond. Mm -hmm. They've been back out there working <coughs> diligently, uh, taking more measurements, looking at other ways to address the issue. I would like to see them just prohibit all left-hand turns at traffic lights, put a median in between the lights, slow the traffic down, lower the speed limit. We'll improve our police enforcement there, and I think we manage that first to see how it how it reacts and how it works. I don't see how anybody could disagree with that personally. Hi, what's your question for the mayor, please? Yes, good morning, gentlemen. Yes, hello. Beautiful day out there after yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Rain or shine. Right. I have a utility question. Is there something... Can he answer that or no? You have to ask him. I can try. Well, my customer's charge is more than what I've used. And um, my customer's charge is add up to about 20 40 60 maybe about 70 bucks a month. Uh, for instance, uh, my gas, I heat with gas, cook with gas. Um, there's a $22 charge for uh, my customer's charge, and I could use no gas, and I still get a $22 uh, a month bill. And on my water, same same situation, that's $22, and uh, the sewer is uh, $15. Uh, they're both the same uh, every month, and I, even if I didn't use any water or even if I didn't flush the toilet, it's still the same. Uh, is there any way that I could get that uh, reduced? Because I'm on a fixed income and right. I'm disability. Thanks. Thanks for the call. I, I hope you address it to uh, you know NPU. But go ahead, uh, Pete. Uh, Thank you. I cannot directly speak to the customer charges. I I am aware that a number of customer charges end up being created by actions of the General Assembly. Um, 
in their infinite wisdom, sometimes they will add a surcharge onto a fee that is already being charged for a service provided. That doesn't speak to all of them. Uh, but I don't have the background and the information on really getting into a detailed question on that. Uh, I can tell you this gentleman's concern has been expressed to me very frequently a lot more and more um, because there seems to be an additional new service charge. But I happen to know that sometimes they're, they're actually created. Uh, someone legislator somewhere in the state decides that there's an environmental cause that is worthy of being funded, and so they decide to pass on that fee to people who pay for utilities. Uh, that doesn't speak to all of them, but I know that that's a source for some of them and has been. Let's see if we can get a guest on, on that subject. Uh, let's take this call before the break. Welcome to the program. Mayor Peter Nystrom is with us. What's your question? Thanks, Stu. Good morning, Mayor Pete. It's Kevin. Good hey, to see you on. Um, you? I tuned in a little bit late, so if you covered this already, forgive me. Where are we on the uh, Canada Bridge? I know they were originally saying they would have it open this fall. I know a lot of people ask me because I live here in the neighborhood. Um, what, how's that coming along? Not fast enough for everyone, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, I, I think we're looking at next spring, Kevin. Okay. And, and, you know, that's not anything that would hold a glass of water when I say that, but that's that's my gut at this point based on you know, how they're moving forward. It is, it is more than just building the bridge. They also have to maintain the utility lines that run across that river in that area. So um, there is some uh, very good engineering going on to make that bigger, safer, the intersections better, more navigable. That was always a very narrow uh, point when you got to Asylum Street to go on left yeah, and right. Yeah, that's true. Um, you had to make a sharp turn. <laughs> it will be better when it's done. Thanks, Thank Kev. you very much. I appreciate it, Pete. Take care. Thanks, Kev. Right, let me take a break. We'll get to another call at WICH 889-5252. We'll see if we get a few more calls in from Mayor Peter Nystrom. Okay, we'll take another call from Mayor Peter Nystrom, and uh, welcome to the program. Hi. Yes, Stu, uh, I, I have a question about the utilities also, with this, like with the other fellow. I used to uh, not use the uh, natural gas in the summertime, and they would come out and shut off by meter. And uh, then starting about a year ago, they wouldn't do it anymore. And uh, I would have them shut off the meter so I wouldn't have to pay the monthly charge, but they won't do it anymore. And I, I, I think that's almost... I'm going to uh, I'm get a guest in from the utilities, and um, I'll let you know. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, sir. appreciate that. Coming attractions, uh, Mr. Pete, uh, things that we should know about. I know there's a lot of events going on in town, and they even have, to, they have an abbreviated Grecian Festival coming? Oh, boy, is that good news. Yeah, I know. Lava and yeah. Spanakopita. Oh, you betcha. Yes, uh, three days, not four, at the end of the month. Oh, okay. The last weekend, but so glad to see the Greek Food Festival coming back. Mm -hmm. um, again, we have the, the diversity program tonight at 5 o'clock on Chelsea Parade by our Rotarians and thank them again for all they do for our city throughout the year. Uh, Saturday, there's a lot going on. There's a nature walk at an Avalonia uh, 
preserve on North Warwickas Hill Road in Norwich. That's at 10 o'clock. It's actually really for little kids to come with their families. It was an idea Alana Sherman and I came up with. And um, But there's also the return of the honorable leg of Benedict Arnold at the Leffingwell House at 1 o'clock. Flox Theater from New London will be delivering the little mini coffin with his honorable leg. I believe that was uh, wounded at the Battle of... Uh, no, I'm going to get it wrong. He was wounded twice. Either way, his uh, heroics... Either way, the leg is still off. Yeah. The leg is off. Yes, the referee's body was burned in effigy by the Flock Theater in New London recently. We participate and work with them. Um, not all your history is great or to be proud of, but it's still your history. And the fact is that Benedict Arnold is one of our own. Without his effort in this revolution, uh, the French would probably never have entered the war, and we'd still be drinking tea and having crumpets, to be honest. We probably would have lost uh, that war. I don't like crumpets at all. Um, but um, that's happening. Uh, there's events happening um, all around town. There's one that uh, Pete from Greenville mentioned down there. Uh, so please look on the social media networks, the community forum, and stuff like that. I don't have a list in front of me, um, but uh, there's always good things happening in the city. You just have to step out the door and be part of it. So we get another call in. Hi, WICH. Good morning, Stu. I take it you have a guest. I do. Mayor Peter okay. Nystrom is here. I'll call back later. So... Um, any big stores wanting to come into the community, restaurants, or anything you can tell us about now? Or there's always um, something in the wind, I know. Well, most things that are op- operating right now where investments have been made or people that are operating, they're here. Uh, the work continues on the, on the hail mill up across from Yannick Firehouse. They hope to have the roof and all the exterior buttoned up by the end of the beginning of this winter so that it can build out that 150-plus uh, hotel that's going to be in that site. Uh, COVID did slow them down like everybody else, but they're back at it. Uh, that's still in progress. Uh, I talked about earlier we're going to be building two new schools, uh, Stanton and Greenville. Greenville's getting a school back, which is really, really important. Um Brown Park continues to go forward. We're replacing all the pilings and all the docks who are, have ended their youthful life. These docks that are made of uh, flotation devices and, and concrete and wooden frames, their life use is about 30 years after that. Their components break down, having been submerged all this time. Uh, we're replacing all of that. That's happening right now. Um, if you drive around town, you'll see... Uh, a lot of investment going on, and that has to continue. And then that includes the homeowners who are fixing things, and I'm grateful for their investments. Um, What's the game plan for up. the Reed and Hughes as far as timing? Uh. Well, the Brownfield remediation um, is very long away in the process. Uh, once that is completed, they'll start getting in there and start building out the 17 market rate apartments and providing some retail on the ground level again. I can tell you that the 42 market rate apartments up Main Street, uh, 77 to 91, they're getting closer and closer to completion. 
they should have two model apartments ready for viewing for people to come in and start looking to lease and live there in the very near future i'm talking probably within a month they'll have two models completed uh, i've done several walking tours in there they are ahead of schedule on construction again when that's done um, there'll be more people living in downtown market rate uh, availability these apartments so they have more greater disposable income to support our restaurants and stores down there um, it's a combination of many things um, the YMCA is moving forward Madden Construction is building out there'll be an expanded restaurant there um, the work is continuing on Church Street at the old Hebrew Day School um, a brewery is being expanded there um, People are investing in our city, uh, and I wish things could happen overnight. Snap your fingers, sure. and everything's all fixed. Well, let's get a couple of calls in before we wrap this. Uh, it's gone too quickly here. Hi, WICH. What's your question for the mayor? Okay, we lost somebody there. All right. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Are we on? Yep, you're on. What's your question for the mayor? Okay, Pete, yeah, yeah, the old Dunkin' Donuts and the Flatiron Building there on the corner of uh, Maine. Yep. What's going to happen there? Well, it has, there's a new owner. Uh, properties were purchased as one. Uh, Mike and his wife, who fortunately lost their lives in that flooding uh, about a year, year and a half ago in Florida. Uh, the estate did settle. There's a new owner. Uh, I believe they want to have some small apartments in there and some retail, but I, I can't confirm that. I have not had a chance to sit down with this gentleman yet. Uh, people in the city are reaching out to him. Um, sometimes it's chasing a phone number and waiting for a call back. Um, I would hope they would develop the Flatiron Building, recognizing that the parking lot where the old Dunkin' Donuts is, is exactly what they need to make that a success. They'll have off-street parking right there. That's the best way to do it. If they're trying to develop two separate entities on both sites, I don't think either one will be successful. There's just not enough room there, not enough uh, floor space. That's the problem when you're investing in small areas like that, the cost of renovations, remediation, all which is required, uh, almost prices you out of doing the investment in the first place. So taking a reasonable approach would be the best thing to do. I'd recommend that the old Dunkin' Donuts building be taken down, raise it, which will give you even more parking opportunities there for anyone in that building. Well, Mayor Pete, anything else we need to know? I appreciate you coming in. You know, anything... It's uh, happening. Let us know, of course. Certainly. Um, I did not mention the project at Uncas Leap back on August 10th. Uh, we broke ground. We had a wonderful uh, partnership there going on with Mohegan Nation. Uh, they came and they celebrated with us. The land was blessed. When that's all said and done, we again, and I've said this before, we hope that it rises to consideration to be a national park which means we'll have an employee there from the National Park Services to lead um, charrettes and explorations and um, people learn about the magnificent history there. Uh, our history with Mohegan Nation is well known, but we also need to celebrate it and where we can expand it and bring even or build more better partnerships. I think that's our obligation. 
I felt that way from the beginning back in 2010 when the city acquired land there to move that forward. Um, but we have the monies in place. We invested American Rescue dollars there. Uh, and I think that's a very good use of those funds. But uh, there's a lot, lot going on in the city. It's just please get out and support all the organizations who support us, whether it's the Chamber of Commerce, whether it's our Rotarians tonight, whether it's the Leffingwell House on Saturday. The people in Greenville are always working to promote Greenville and help um, clean neighborhoods up and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of good happening in the city. We all need to be part of it. Well, we're sure glad you're part of it, uh, Mr. Pete. Thanks, and uh, you know, call the show anytime you hear something, a question. We always appreciate when you do that. Thank you for having me. Enjoy this beautiful week. Thank you. We have Peter Nystrom, our guest with Stu, and we'll get you to the news coming up.